Wet. Bargain Neil. And Colin McKay. Yay! The three of us. Three amigos are back again after. But when was the last time we worked with three of us were in the same room at the same no, time? The last time we were all together was when Lorraine was here as well. Yeah. There was four of us here. That was months ago. So well all we're doing is proving that we do really exist independently. I wasn't yeah. getting to worry if you and him are the same person. Right, the same person. Yeah. Well, one is a thing of my imagination, but I can't tell which one is a thing yeah. of my imagination. It's a fight club. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of us is tired, other yeah, ones I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure which one it is. Because uh, we're both bald as well, so we're. He's, he's yeah, blinded, yeah. so he's only yeah, our brothers in many ways. One of, one, one of them. Um, but where are we calling tonight? Um, we're in the Raven tonight. Um, Again, first time in a very long time. Over the festive period, things are a little bit jumbled, they're not always in here as much. Yeah, but no, but we're back in, we're back in the Raven tonight, and it's got nice pretty lights out the window as well. Yeah. I really like these lights. Yeah. It's, it's just, just like a net, if I can play white lights, but it impresses me. Yeah. Yeah. Shining upon what is a pretty desolate Glasgow landscape. Glasgow? We were talking about this in Glasgow. Really quiet, isn't it? It's, it's very apocalyptic. Yeah. People have left 20, the city. People 28 days later, yeah. still going on here. Yeah, there's very few people milling about. Yeah. Yes. January is just people just people hide things, hide on it in January. Just yeah. I think it's because they've seen the damage from the Christmas oh, bank accounts. Yeah. And they don't want to go near it again. Yeah, and they're just like, Let's just hide in January yeah. and then we'll pick things back up in January. I'm so poor, I'm loving other people's overdrafts. Yeah. That's how fucking poor I am. I mean, I'm that is good. That, yeah. good. that is good. Yeah. Fuck, I've just screwed. Yeah. So, um, so, what are you drinking tonight, Colin? I'm drinking a beer that you bought me. Yeah, I did. Um, you bought me a, a Cold Town Lager because I'm quite. I'm, I'm becoming predictable, aren't I? Yeah. Maybe next time I'll do something wild. <laughs> so, Cold Town, what are you drinking, sir? I am. Being a good boy, I'm actually drinking alcohol-free beer. Uh, so what, let's do that. What brand alcohol-free beer? It's called Erdinger. Do you have a vagina with it as well? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm just, I'm just trying to calm down a little bit. I'm trying to lose weight a little bit as well. And also, <laughs> At this I'm point, he may as well just have a bowl of caramels. No, I would not. Um, <laughs> it, actually, it actually tastes alright. Yeah. I'm only allowed to like that. I've had the alcohol-free Bex before, yeah. and, and it's actually alright. Yeah. Does it taste like beer? Yeah, it's just beer with non-beer in it. Aye. Just the fuzziness. It's actually fizzy. No, fuzzy. Aye, fuzzy heads. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And um, Brewdog, Brewdog one's called Nanny State. Yeah, oh, nice. as well. Nice. It's free. Uh, I won't be doing forever or anything. It's just oh, a short term thing. Maybe. Short term thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, couple of months, maybe most. And Barry, what are you drinking? Blue moon. Which I'm noticing. No, an absence of orange. Yeah. Did they actually? Did not serve properly. That's sacrilegious. I would complain to the management right now. Possibly get an empty blue moon for yourself. Yeah. I, I would it's say. The worst thing is, it's on the official glass as well. Uh-huh. It clearly states yeah. about a so garnish of orange yeah. in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Required on the blue moon. This is a glass made of fucking highest order, yeah. haven't you? This is, this is wrong as going away. The blue moon tastes good. But does. this does mean, guys, we are tonight three beers we are. in a movie. Yes. Like we're actually two beers and a non alcoholic beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's better than drinking tea. I've been drinking the last couple weeks, we've been doing this. <laughs> Green tea and Green. meditation. <laughs> Water the best. Um, so, as a tradition, we'll start with the non cinema viewing call. Have you watched anything of interest over the past week or so? Loads. Because um, oh. I've not been to the cinema for weeks and weeks yeah. now. Um, last time I was at the cinema, I was Let's just this around whatever. I don't want to I'll be quick. Be brief. Be brief. Okay, so. Um, Bandersnatch, which you've spoken about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I watched that. Um, the idea is okay. Execution is fucking poor yeah, because yeah. it, you know, it's not. And I kind of get it because you get halfway through and it clicks and I'm like, oh, you bastards! I see what you're doing here. Do you know what I mean? But I, I don't like the way it's like 
I make this choice and it takes you back and it's yeah. like choose again and it's like I did choose don't yeah. be a dick yeah. about it it's boring. Um, but I got a few different endings and stuff like that and it's quite clever what it's doing but it's a bit heavy handed with its execution and I think it's still got a bit to go although Will Poulton is a fucking cracking reactor yeah. 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 it's gimmicky but it's a decent gimmick like and I said I would have enjoyed it more uh, I said last week I would have enjoyed it more if it was just a straight uh, Black Mirror episode it's all about the, yeah. the nonsense, and it yeah. just gave you the the full story. Pick one ending. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think it's it's, it's a kind of stepping stone to better things, and I think they'll do more with that idea. And I think in a few years' time we'll see really exciting stuff. I hope not too much. It's not like the idea of just a narrative. Like I think it's always story. going to be niche, but it's always going to be yeah, an audience. Um, I, I found it jarring because yeah. I said last week it takes you out all the time because you have to sit there and go. Right, well, what I want here, you yeah. know what I mean? But it is good when you kind of it dawns on you what's happening. Do you know what I mean? You're like, oh, you fucking yeah. the whole. Do you know what I mean? I'm controlling you. No, you're not. You're like you bastards. Yeah. You fuckers, man. And that's good. You know when it hits you, you're like, fuck. That's that's bad. And um, Bird Box, nice box. Was oh, yeah. Fucking awful. Yes. Dreadful piece of shit. I wouldn't say dreadful, but it isn't. It's it's terrible. People are giving it terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Awful, awful right. beginning, middle, ending. No, yeah. no, I thought the first half I thought was shit. I was okay with the first yeah. half. Yeah. I, I think it just shows people love Sandra Bullock. She looks weird now. But people love her because they watch her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they will watch her there. Uh-huh. Yeah, she fucking brush her hair and go, oh, Sandra yeah. Bullock, Oscar winner. Oh, fuck off. We gave it um, six and a half, I think. We yeah, I would give it four. Possibly three. That's reasonable, though. Yeah, if yeah. we're talking six and a half, he's saying four. That's reasonable. Um, so we say a five. I would give like, maybe a five as well. But again, it's proven my theory that Netflix is shit. Doing original stuff. There's, there's, apart from the Coen Brothers one, they've still didn't really impress me. Doctor. You love Doctor. I did, but it's no, but it's not cinema quality. I don't think. Roma. No cinema. Okay. Um, well, I watch. I finished Nurse Jackie. Done. Fucking seven seasons of that shit. I finished it. Very underwhelming ending, but um, it's after seven seasons, pretty much any ending. Yeah, but overall, I mean, as a whole series arc, yeah, fucking highly, highly, highly enjoyed it. Are you picking um, a new show out to start? No, mainly we're talking about that. We're going to pick something soon. I'm going to do the, I'm going to do, I'm going to do the Office, the US one. Mm, I'm not a fan of Ella, Office or US. It's so. funny though. I've watched the first four seasons. I'm going to go back to the beginning and watch it yeah, again. You're in for a treat. Yes. I'm trying to convince Lorraine to watch Oz with me. Oh dear. Yeah, I, I love Oz. I'm but a huge fan of Oz. You want some, how, how I feel like you're just testing your relationship at that point. <laughs> so I know there's a lot of men having sex, but you know, just bear with it. It, gets, it doesn't get That's any fucking better. That's what I think. So I'm trying that, but I don't think she's into it as much as, as I want her to. So um, I watched um, the ABCs of Death, or ABC. Death, it's, uh, the guy who did, um no, 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 not that. No, this is a Poirot one. Oh, oh okay. on the BBC, yeah, yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah. Right, so we we'll, won't we'll discuss this then. So this is John Malkovich playing um, Hercule Poirot. Did he have a good moustache? No, no, he didn't at all. Which That's is, he, he was very. I don't know if you agree, but if you've you seen kind of Poirot stuff mm-hmm. before, he was very un. Poirot, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. like, this, this like in a modern setting or something? No, 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 but it's, it's just very... It's set in the era of yeah, Poirot. 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 And it's based so on one of Agatha Christie's books as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, and it's after he's been discovered to be like a fraud almost, Younger. you know, yeah, and okay. it's like discovered he's not really this great detective and stuff like that. But it, it, it doesn't do any of the whole deductions and all that. It's really dry and bland and glib and gloom and doom, and it never really explores the, the mechanics of how he yes. solves crimes. Yes. And then it just rushes along to the end, and you're like, all right, that was it. It doesn't. It, it's was that one off? Was that a series? 
got a free free part free one off CD, yeah, so it's done now. But I, I don't know. I, I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, I thought it was okay. Uh, uh, it's one of those kind of festive BBC programs. Right. You probably would watch it at the time because you're not doing much else. Right. But you probably wouldn't go back to. Yeah. It. He, he would you rather watch that again, or would you watch Modern um, Order Express? Order Express. Th- that's the thing is, Branagh put quirkiness in his character, mm. whereas there was no quirkiness at all about. Uh, it's very straight. Yeah. Straight. Yeah. Is it almost Sherlocky in a way? No, because he does the whole deduction. Th- there's no real sleuthing in it at all, is there? It's you know. It's almost like, kind of murder. Murder mystery by like numbers. Right, yeah. okay. It's very simple. Here's the body. Here's how we're going to get to it. Yeah. It's almost like um, Silent Witness. There's no amazing clever plot or anything like that. I mean, no, it's kind of it's just like Paro without the characterisation of Paro. That, yeah. That's what's like. Which is weird because Malkovich can do characters like mm. no one else. Yeah. It's an odd choice. Um, it, it was, was a good run because I mean, I know BBC, I don't think a lot of praise for Luther, mm. but they didn't get a lot of praise for that. And also, mm-hmm. Le Miserable. Mm-hmm. It's getting a bit of a kick in as well, I thought about the kids. I didn't know they did that. Yeah. They didn't have a straight adaptation, no singing, no dancing, just all, just face it on the novel. It's yeah. very, I always find those cat things, when you're taking it from a plate and sticking it on the TV, it's a very niche market you're aiming for. Yeah. You won't get your general TV audience going, I think I'm going to stick this on. Yeah. You'd have yeah. to know what that is in order to watch it. I think it was very TV right now because TV market is so like segmented. You know, you yeah. like the biggest show on TV, like scripted, not like a reality TV show. Like, say, for example, The Walking Dead mm. was huge at one point, but even at its peak, even Walking Dead was only yeah. getting like seven million viewers. Yeah. Same with mm. Game of Thrones. Even at its peak, Game of Thrones is only getting about six or seven million. Yeah. It's not getting like yeah, thirty million people watching it in Britain. It's only getting a, it's still mm. a niche audience, but pretty much everything on TV now. Yeah. Um, I watched. I revisited because I'm a dick. Rampage again. Because I fucking loved it. I've got As such a boner for the rockets on you. Yeah, okay. um, Just making sure that is the and movie. It's a big monkey. I yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking enjoyed it immensely again the second time round. A lot. Because the rock's fucking awesome. <laughs> it, it, it is. It, the man just wakes up and he's like, I'm the rock. And you're like, I fucking love you. I don't think this year was a good year for the rock. I, I do. No. Skyscraper bombed. I enjoyed it. For me personally, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, Thanks. I think Rampage did the business either. I fucking loved that. I don't think the Rock yeah. is quite the same. He, he, he had a little bit of kicking this year. He'll I get did. back. Uh, Jumanji, but I uh, see. He offset him as Jumanji. I think that was a shame. Yeah. I, I, I think I'd like 2017. Early 2018. Possibly. Out of the two of them, I did prefer Rampage than Skyscraper. Yes. Oh, well, yeah, definitely. I feel, definitely yeah. I feel Skyscraper was a bit of a kind of worn path. So. No, no, no. Um, and the last thing I started watching last night, I've gave up halfway through. I'll need to pick it back up again. Is the Death Cure, Maze Runner Part Three? Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, do you know what? The first one was good. The uh, second yeah. one wasn't so good. Never and this it. one is fucking bad by half again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's, all, it's like watching. It's like it's a uh, very very fucking much. It's an adult idea. It's all yeah. Like, yeah. It makes me wonder if the books follow that part. And like the first one's shit hot. The second one's ah. Eh. Oh, For what I've read online, it doesn't follow the books yeah. as much anymore, um, which isn't good. But I've, I've kind of had to stop halfway through because it was so dry, and I'll need to maybe try and pick it back up. I think it was any of those young adult um, adaptations, it, they're all trying to copy, copy Hunger Games. Yeah. Yes. And what Hunger Games has in it that none of the other have, things have in it is Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She is, she, she's got the, the charisma. She's got it. the X factor. And you need somebody like that to drag yeah. it through. And those films in themselves are pretty average. Yeah. It's her 
yeah, the mid yeah. And Mason was only hoping they would something that might have broke out to be the next big thing. And, and what was the other one? Insurgent as well. well. Again, it was missing Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence yeah. needs, that, needs that element to make it and to bring it through. You know, right now in the kind of state that we're all in, it's it's easy to advertise a strong female lead yeah, totally. to the mass audience. Yeah. You know, a lot of cat people gravitate towards yeah. that kind of stuff that now, where, like you said, whereas Maze Runner just felt like a cat poor man's uh, Hunger Games. Yeah, it did, yeah. Because yeah. it did. A poor man's insurgent, which is a poor yeah. man's Hunger Games, because yeah. it's fucking... Uh, the two franchises, if I remember rightly, they did kind of kick off around about the same time in yes, terms of movies. Yeah, they did, yeah, you know? absolutely, yeah. So... Because I do remember seeing Hunger Games, and then I do. I think Major came a lot bit after Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunger Games and uh, sorry, Major and then Sudden came out roughly right. around the same, same time. Yeah. 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 Um, but this this third one, it's it's a tough watch. Okay. Yeah. This meets here. I told you, but quick, this meet done. Barry, Barry, anything for you to watch? Well, well, oh. wow. Well, this is going to shock the world. You I watched nothing. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've watched two things, so okay, fair not quite as long as Collins last. Yeah. Both TV shows. The first one, which I've only just started watching, which I've only kind of just found out about, which is really bad, is Wheels Way. What's Wheels Way? Is oh, it's the, the Tom, yeah, yeah. Tom Wheel. Tom yeah, Wheel. Yeah, I know. Cool. I used to watch that when I was young. I was um, when I was young. Yeah. It's like, it's like Where did you find this on YouTube? Yes. Yeah, okay. Only because. Uh, so, please tell who, who is Wheel? Who is Tom Wheel? Well, Jesus. This is, this is where we went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> Very quick backstory how I got onto this subject and how I found this was me and this fella were having an argument at work about there's a statue in Balmaha. He was saying it's Tom Weir. I was saying no, it's John Weir. Okay. Because there is a John Weir path that runs semi-near there. And he's like, no, no, it's this fella, Tom Weir. And I'm like, no, it's Tom Weir. So I googled him, and then sure enough, it was that is the fella's statue okay. in Balmaha because he lived nearby. Yeah. And then I discovered that he had made a TV show along with being a very experienced like expedition did he not climb pretty much every Monroe yes and he also helped uh, modern and survey back in the day as well and he done a whole bunch of like uh, a lot of the early hikes like to these like crazy places Um, so so essentially the guy the TV show is basically just him climbing walking and talking about where he is basically I'm fucking in Loch Lomond and and here we go and then when you can read his very short Wikipedia entry he he came from like uh, Springbub and then when you go watch certain videos and then he's talking about how he pure just loves the mountains yeah. and all that and you kind of realise that this man was brought up in a very poor area of Glasgow, Glasgow yeah. at a time when it was particularly rough to, yeah. in these areas and then he found just bliss being in the wilderness being in, being in an open yeah. space yeah. 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 and I'm kind of just relating with it I'm like yeah I get this I get Barry grew up in the 1940s in Glasgow <laughs> no <laughs> well, uh, no <laughs> So I can, I'm challenge. relating with uh, Tom Weir and the thing that I have. It's just in the last year I've pure fell in love with just Scotland in general, just being out in the wilderness. I've got something to give people. Would you buy for six months of training for another second year of my life? Huge beard, Charlie Boots, Wilson. Wilson of the arm. If yeah. I remember rightly, Weir's way. It, it's like it's like kind of almost like slippers TV. Do you know I mean it's so comfortable and just yes. gentle and yeah. it just does nothing. Yeah, I've never been shown at a very late night. Yes, it's SDB yes. or like the four Scots Well, yeah. it's like Ray I like Ray as well. It's very similar to, to that tone. If you read the, his very short we can't, uh, Wikipedia page about it all, when they re ran it in the 
in the, like, the 90s or whenever on STV or ITV through the night, it actually was pulling in an audience. Like, it was pulling in that a was signi- me, probably. It was pulling in a significant audience. Yeah, this is back in the day, like, in the 90s. Yeah. In 1980s, somebody climbed that big, kind of weird thing out in the ocean at one point, and it got something like 17 million people watching. But do you know who the audience is? People fucking watch anything, there's nothing else. No, it's your fucking weed smokers, man. Two in the morning, talking away, not, oh, oh, right, just, oh, settle and just melt it on the couch, and they're just like, God, that's it, man. That's your audience right there. Okay. I, will, I will have to purchase it on DVD, though. I will have to make because the person DVD. Yes, the, the person. That was a definitive fact. Object. Unfortunately, the person that's uploaded it to YouTube, they have like taken it from the DVD. Oh, so by the time you actually DVD, almost grainy shit. Yeah. It's just it's very quiet due to the compression and all that from YouTube. So. I will be purchasing it so I've watched a couple episodes of that and the other thing I've watched so which Barry is Barry Brooks July 3rd people you might try and get him a copy yeah, of yeah. Weir's Way season 1 is he still alive? July no no he's dead now he died a wee while back I did quite recently I yeah. think last couple of years last couple of years yep yeah. uh, the other one is Luther okay uh, the latest season uh, season 5 starring everyone's favourite address yes who will not be playing Bond anytime soon you think so? No, he keeps on mentioning he will not be doing it anytime soon. But was another whole thing with him and Daniel Craig at the Globes? Yeah, yeah. Sitting side by yeah. side and they're giving the weekend Aye. and no one looks at each other. Aye, they look for each other and yeah. it was a it running joke. Like we're both very handsome and we could fuck anyone in this room and he would happily take it from <laughs> That's what <laughs> Daniel Craig has had his nuts whacked a few times. Yeah. Daniel Craig does go home to Rachel Vice every night, so he's doing okay. Vice is, you know, Craig is doing alright. <laughs> The latest season of Luther is a four-parter. Right. Um, so it's Most of the seasons are quite short, aren't they? Yes, yeah. but as time has went on, sorry, as the seasons have went on, they have been, they have been getting shorter. It's like Sherlock and that Yes, yeah. uh, but there's absolutely fuck-all filler. It's quality, it's quality and it's, it's movement, yeah. As we've discussed many a times on this podcast, I would happily accept four episodes of pure gold that makes me want more than seven of, like, rough. Yeah, of, of filler stuff again. Yes, uh, the season is shit hot. Can't really say too much about it because it will train well, wreck yeah. it. Uh-huh. Um, you do get a, a returning character from the first season, oh, and yeah. the story does jump back to it, and it all kind of ties up very nicely about why this person appears in this season oh, now. Okay. So that's kind of cool, and it adds a very crazy dynamic to the whole overall overland story. Uh, do you need to watch other 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 you know he's you know he's a cop and he always gets results but the way he does things is sometimes a little bit unorthodox but he does get the results and he does inevitably like it, it's just fucking good television who would have been a fight between Idris Elba's Luther and David Jason's Frost Idris Elba I mean well, I think Elba could maybe kick James Bond's ass <laughs> possibly I'm just saying he's he's he's, he's badass I do like Idris Elba, we did. As much as he hints that he's not going to be Bond, I think sometime down the line, 
he will play ball. He gets to the point, though, he's, 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 not, like, he's, late, he's not late 40s now, so he might have to get too old to play it. They, they don't want to cast someone who can play it twice, they want to cast someone who can play it five times. Yeah, yeah. Really but then Connery was quite old when he played yeah, that, that. He was a six man. He was young when he played it the first time, young ish, and then by the time he gets lagging, you get the full two pay, and they don't want to do that. They want to get someone who's going to be like mid 20s who can play it for 15 years, but I think they'll be 40. Like Brosnan, Brosnan was a decent age when he played it, he looked old. How old is Daniel Craig? He's quite old. He's close to 50, isn't he? Aye, so I think that's when he's in his last time round. Yeah, it's got the baby face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we're trying to get someone. I've got a baby face as well. Yeah. 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 Just saying that. Thanks. Very fucking. Even more hair than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Luther and Weir's Way is a very interesting mix, Barry. It is. Yeah. Um, it's good though. No, I'm, yeah. both, I'm, I'm doing with both of them. It, it was um, a thing where with Luther, eh, with Luther we had seen it and we just absolutely smashed it. Yeah. It's, Every episode does finish where you're just like, we need it, we need the next one. Luckily enough, by the time we had realised that it had started, we were already a week behind, so we got episodes one and two back to back, and then we only had to wait like a short period of time. TV shows now suffer in this whole streaming age where most TV shows now, the big thing is they drop them on one go. People demand that. People demand that. A TV show, like for example, like Luther, that's going on once a week for four weeks. Well, it was four nights, wasn't it? Yeah, four, four nights. nights. Because it was the even best that appearance. Is like unusual, yeah. 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 People are going to get shit with Game of Thrones, I think, when it comes out, because it's like the idea of, like, wait a minute, no, I don't want to wait. I'm weeks, yeah. really looking forward to that with Game of Thrones, because that's my one thing that I watch religiously, yeah. so I'm looking forward to each week, like, this is my time. I'm fucking no, doing this. I think there's a bit of a demand now for the world yeah. things now. Yeah. yeah I haven't done it with a TV show since one of the seasons of 24 and it was a struggle even back I'm, I don't even know how long ago I'm talking about yeah. here but it was a struggle then to commit to something for yeah. that much time I don't know if it was because it was 24 and as you know every episode ends on a cliffhanger yeah. but nowadays generally how I watch TV shows is usually when they're either done and I can just sit and right. watch them and people, at people, own pace people are viewing media now as totally different people oh, yeah. don't want to wait for them, they want to get it all they want to watch it they don't want to yeah. binge in one go so they can talk yeah. about it straight they away they demand it on near terms as yeah. I want it as opposed to when I want to watch it yeah, yeah. 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 Um, myself the only thing I've been watching oh, sorry, yes. of recentness at home was one documentary without last year in the cinema didn't actually get much release it's called Cormac McGregor Notorious Notorious um, so I imagine it's all about Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor, yeah, the, the, the UFC MMA fighter, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, I like to watch mainly because I don't know anything about UFC. Oh, yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. But I, do I know about his ass handed him, didn't he? He went, he went boxing and he kind of got lettered by a box. Like, Fuck off, but I do know who Conor McGregor is. He's, 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 yeah. like a, he's one of the guys in sport who transcends his own sport, yeah. like Fedra, like a Messi, like a Gretzky. People who don't know the sport still. I would say Chris Eubank. That, that kind of level of celebrity. It's a guy who, even if you don't know the sport, people you know, know of him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But all I know about him was he likes to fight, he likes to spend money, and he's a bit of a loudmouth, like he likes to talk himself up. And that's basically all the documentaries as well. You yeah. don't learn anything new yeah, about him, unfortunately. Is he likeable? Yes. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I'm that likeable. The thing is, um, he's always been the same. Yeah, he, he has, yeah. Even, even when, I think this is why people gravitate towards him, because he's not like made it and then got a big head. <laughs> yeah, he's, he had a big head and made he it. He kind of believed he was going to be the hit guy from the club goal, yeah. Even yeah. at the very start of the movie, when he's in the wee dingy flat with his uh, lady and he's getting letters through from the debt agency and all that, he's still got this bravado about him. He has, actually, yeah. And and then when he started in the UFC, and he would, and he would like, he would start like, um, 
he would start predicting when he was going to like knock people out and then he started backing it up by actually doing it and then this just riled up the fans even more and then like uh, you said he took he became bigger than the sport because he elevated the sport him and uh, Ronda Rousey at the time because she was like the yeah the two of them just elevated the sport into the mainstream I absolutely that's nothing about it but Oh, the UFC into the mainstream. Sorry. Has, he, has he lost a lot of the appeal though? Because it seems to be magic slowly the, but surely yes, slipping yeah, into obscurity. Like a lot of people in the UFC, if you're really good at one thing, people will just study your fights right. and then go, right, okay, well, for corners. Because if he fights a wrestler, the wrestler kicks his ass. Uh, yeah. The first time round. Yeah. Yeah. Then the second time round, McGregor nails him with one punch. Yes. Um, it's just, it's, as a documentary, if you, it's made by his company, which always yeah. make, it's always, that's always a red flag of like, oh, this is not going to dig too deep into it. Most tinted um, So it's very much one of the things, if you like him and you like the sport, you're going to love it because yeah. you get to see him the way he is. But if you're trying to learn something about the sport and understand, why would you get into a ring with another man who kicked this? Why would you do it for yourself and do it? Regardless of the money involved, some people say, okay, the money at the top level is amazing, but the money elsewhere isn't. But not for everyone, no. No, that's enough. It's not yeah. for everyone. So, like, what would possess you into the room? Because it is literally, like, no old bars. It's just you can do anything you want in the room. That's certainly good, yeah. Is he good to ask? Barry will because Barry kind of seems to know. Sorry, no offence, but, you know. Is, is he good? Is, is he that good? Or... There was a time, yes, but like I said, people can study these fight style. People know how to kind of go, kind of avoid these punching because he does pack a lot of power for being like a guy. He's quite a small guy. For a yeah. small guy that's not a big framed fella, he packs a serious punch. Like a the one he nails that boy with in the yes. title fight, that yeah, is, yeah. is a punch you've not seen anything like because it's shown in slow motion yeah, yeah. and the guy's face doesn't stop wobbling for about a minute after it's something that's like it's proper. I will him. say one thing though. Even in the last while, when he's been losing like a lot of matches, because for some reason he doesn't ever come back for like warm up fights, he only ever comes back the for big like events. He knows that the money yeah. is, he, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. He actually quite openly says, and stuff, yeah. he's not there to do his business, money is, yeah. He always makes as much fucking money as yeah. possible and get out, get out, yeah. He's probably um, having a farm and stuff, he goes, I'll do that once every fight is done, but I want to earn the money. He's in yeah, as much money as possible. It's just, it's but he's yeah. bought him. Floyd. But I will say one thing, he is the only fighter since being in the UFC when he joined it. He's the only fighter that makes me and probably most other people outside of the media circus actually care about the pre fight like uh, conferences and all that because when he turns up you know you're getting like a show and that's what he's always said he puts on a show that's what it is and that's what you get from this documentary I wish the only thing I wish about the documentary was it showed a bit more of the guy who he was yeah Um, not uh, a showman but you have sorry you have seen since the end of the documentary he's had uh, he's had two children and you have seen since the birth of his first child he has lost that that, that fire Aye. some guys go down the path where they lose it other guys the most guys who have kids you see it in every sport yeah. once they have a kid that's a, that's a, that's a sort of step back yeah. the, 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 the long drive the push forward is sort of maybe lost a little bit yeah. because you're doing things in life you're now looking at and, and I feel that's where he's at yeah. I feel I can't see him fighting too much more yeah. because like I said he has lost a couple of big fights now because he doesn't come back for like warm up fights he just comes back for the the defending of the belts or whatever, or title fights or whatever, but yeah. aye. The only thing the documentary taught me was if you want to stay fit and healthy, don't become a UFC fighter because they'll beat the shit out of you. Become a UFC fighter's wife because she runs after him the whole fucking thing. At high speed to win like a set of heels. And she's Which, never, 
But she is. Did you look at Trim? Because she spent the whole time just running after us. He, I've got to admit, with all the money, all the fame, everything, he is loyal to he us. Is, oh, definitely. And there is a loyalty. From, from loyal day you. one, yeah. even when he was broadcast to yeah. where he is now. Well, she's stuck by him as well. Yeah. 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 So, like, if, you, if you're a fan of Conor McGregor, go yeah. if you're not a fan of Conor McGregor, then... Maybe. I think even... Even if you're like a fan of the sport, there's fan of sport you enjoy, you fan of the man you enjoy, but if you're not a fan of either of those things, no. no. I think it's going to be a, what's that, a 90 minute slog if yeah. you're either of those. I, I, I got bored quite quickly. I'm not going to watch it. No, probably not. So, cinema first well. cinema. So, there's one that I've seen, there's two that I've seen, and there's one that me and Barry have seen. Have you seen something there? Oh, you're cheeky fuckers. Well, like I said, I was planning to watch other things, but unfortunately, having a broken toilet took precedent over anything. You're now Mario the Plumber, basically, is what you are. After serious Googling, yes. <laughs> so, first film is The Favourite, which is directed by... Not Yorkish, seen it yet, not too many spoilers. Not too many spoilers. No spoilers. by Jorgis Latinos, who directed um, The Lobster. And Have you seen this as well, Barry? No, you've not seen this one. No, no, no. no. Uh, My good lady's seen it. And the killing of the sacred deer. Which I only realised the other day that's who it was that yeah. that was like, oh, It makes right, sense you right. work together. Yeah. 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 Um, the plot of this film is set in the court of Queen Anne. Queen Anne is sort of going a bit crazy. She lost her husband, she's lost her children, just her husband, she lost her husband, lost her children. At the web, she's got a hand, like sort of a, an assi- associate, an assistant, played by Rachel Weiss, who sort of looks after her, and she's a sort of favourite, and obviously, but then into this world comes another younger version of Rachel Weiss. Um, to curries the Queen's favour. Um, but basically they're all, they're all shagging each other essentially. Um, and that's how they and they're using their ability to get close to her to wield political power because she is a queen she knows. Sounds like dangerous in this one. Kinda, yeah. Almost, yeah. But she is a queen so she is powerful even though she has a really sad kind of old lady. In the film you've got Olivia Coleman playing Queen Anne, um, Rachel Weiss is said playing one of the associates. Um, Emma Stone is playing the, the younger version of her into the world, um, and Nicholas Holt plays the leader of the opposition, um, who's trying to get in with one of the two ladies to try and put his uh, ideas across, so the Queen will sign off on them, and Mark Gattis, who plays, in, um, what he plays over in Sherlock, possibly plays Mycroft in Sherlock. Okay, yeah, Sounds like quite an in kind of depth plot, isn't it? Sounds like there's a lot going on in there. Yeah. It is a period piece for those who don't like them. Yeah. It's like, was it, what was the big, the big company in Britain? Merchant Ivory? It's like a Merchant Ivory period piece for the people who don't right. like them. And, and it's almost a punk rock version of that. Right, okay. It is okay. insanely funny, like brilliantly funny. Yeah. It's really dark, there's so much wit about it. The performances are absolutely spot on. Like everyone deserves awards for war for this. And Coleman will probably get all the awards because she's a standout one in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the flashier role is Stones, because she gets yeah. a lot more in it. Yeah. Rachel Weiss has a less more butts down version, but still brings it with so much trash that only Rachel Weiss can do. Um, it looks absolutely phenomenal as well. He does some really weird, random stuff with the camera. He uses a kind of sort of like a, a fisheye lens. Right, okay. Which is not, I've not seen the film sort of because of the It looks absolutely amazing. It is. It's early to call it already, because it is only what goes into the year, but this one's in a top 10 film for me. For really? Yeah. Fuck's sake. Oh, wow, exactly. Jesus Christ. I will also Eight, is this the first film you've seen in the new year as well? Was it, was it, was it? I think it was. It was yeah. the first film I saw in the cinema this year, yes. Yeah, fuck's um, sake. And he's I'm all over it. All wow. over it already. I will say, for those 
I'm really excited to be seeing it. I'm looking forward to it so much, and I'm well. Yeah, you know. much like every other black horse film, it might not appeal to everyone. I've the, still not seen Sacred Deer. You've seen the Lobster. Yes. You like the Lobster. Yes. Have you seen the Lobster? Because it's so fucking. It's fucking have you seen the Lobster? Scenes when he's um, carrying her within the town, oh. 
like comes out of the bushes uh-huh. wearing the heels that I was in stitches. Funny. Yes. You want to think you've got Steve Carell playing um, Hogan Hogan Camp, isn't it? Who? The character's name Hogan Camp. Hogan, yeah. Hogan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is is it based on the real guy is called something Hogan yeah, Camp. Yeah. Is it? Is it? It's based on how it's based on how they. Yeah. Taking liberties. So it's a dramatisation. It's not. Yeah. A, yeah. Not a great fake right, one. Okay. But um, yeah. Leslie Mann plays a sort of love interest in the film. Uh, Eliza Gonzalez from Baby Drivers in it as well, oh. and Diane Kruger plays sort of like the baddie in the fictional world. Um, but yeah, and but, but the stuff in the tits are all done for motion capture. Mm-hmm. It's quite weird, but kind of weird sheen to all the things. Yeah. Um, because I've talked a lot, Barry, what do you think of this one? I genuinely liked it. I liked it, enjoy it. I did. I, I didn't even watch the trailer or nothing. I just, it was that or seeing a, uh, uh, what's that other film? Uh, Aquaman. No, Holmes. Holmes uh, Watson. Yes. I can guarantee you something, but 10 minutes of find out you made the right choice. Yes. <laughs> what I've heard, I did. Yeah. No, I genuinely liked this movie. This, uh, it had a kind of nice, kind of sweet, innocent feel about it. Um, and then when I seen it, as we all know, it kind of takes liberties, but when it popped up on the screen and it starts saying, this is based on a true story, I was like, oh, okay, let's see if this goes. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm getting right behind this. Yeah. And then it is actually quite a nice story. And I like the fact how they didn't try and pull on the heartstrings we like having the heavy, like, heavy story about him getting beaten up uh, outside the bar. Like, it almost kind of, it was like very short, small flashbacks. That's, that's to, all and, the periphery of everything. And I like that. Yeah. You know, the guy doesn't want to engage with that. Yes. It's the worst thing ever happened. He's like, he's trying to move on from yeah. that. He's trying to relate to Yeah, that. and that's what I loved about it. Yeah. That, just, that, like, it's almost like that happened like, almost like years ago. This is where we're at now. Yeah, but yeah. We are getting small flashbacks. And even like, it kind of freaked me out a little bit. The first couple of scenes when it kind of, goes from like live action yes. to like the animation bit yeah. it kind of freaked me out a little bit but then my brain kind of got into it and then it was fine I was like this is actually quite cool because a lot of the like the Barbie dolls and him they look very similar to the yeah, people in real life and and then you start discovering as the story goes on that a lot of the characters within the fictional town are people that he knows in real yeah, life and yeah, he tries yeah. to find dolls that look like these people, mm. and yeah, I thought it was really like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, I thought, I thought it was odd. They could have un- sorry, they could have unraveled the new neighbours' uh, backstory. Yes, and yeah. her like uh, ex boyfriend, yeah. or they could have unraveled that a wee bit more because he just like came in as a dick and was hovering around as a dick. And then, yeah, and and that's one of the things. There's a couple, there's quite a few plot points in it that I thought just maybe not really explored fully. Yes, they could have maybe either a not had or just give us some sort of resolution to those things, but kind of a bit let down that way. That's um, my only. Agree with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought Carell was good in it. Oh, Carell's a fantastic actor, yeah. and he is going to get better and better. Yeah. Um, the rest of the cast are all, they don't have as much to do. The film is Carell's movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, they don't have much to do. They're all very solid. Um, all good actors, actresses, actors. Um, I did enjoy how it, this film. This one was made ten years ago. The fact that like, the women's shoes were made a big deal of it, it, it sort of doesn't really play in that. That's what it was. That's what it does. Everyone's got their own. Yeah. Thing to do, that's what he does. And I kept plays it quite straight, which doesn't really make a big deal about it. I thought a good thing to do. You know, and it doesn't try and justify the reason why people kick the shit out of him because he's really shit. Like, that's not a reason to do anything. No. You know, because someone's a bit different. Yeah. Um, but it does happen. It does happen, yeah. yeah. Um, there is a pro- the, the portrayal of women in the film is quite 
yes. old fashioned misogynistic yes. in its sense for a lot of it. Yes. Which I think was I think they do apologise in the film for it because they say it's like the bogey character that's of his time, that's what people were like. Yes. But in today's film world it does come across a little bit odd, I thought. Yes. Uh, and because the whole entire because the whole entire movie isn't a World War Two piece, yeah. it's this fictional place within this guy's mind at Andy's garden where he yeah. makes a set. Yes, I totally agree with you. That whole chauvinistic view of women and their role in that era is it's a bit dated now. But even the characters in the real world, you've got like Leslie Mann's character plays a neighbour, and basically she's like, a, like, fifth, like she's not she, she likes the fifties. She's all kind of like a dolly bird look about her, yes. and, all kind of, and then. She likes to make tea and make cake, mm. and that's kind of her role in the film. And it's like mm, that seems a bit off now. Yeah. Mm. You've got the other woman, Eliza Gonzalez. She plays. She basically the only thing you'll see her in the whole film is in the kitchen. Yeah. You know, doing stuff. And then you've got um, the, the I, shopkeeper. And she's a woman can be a shopkeeper, work in the kitchen. Yeah. Or be a or be a receptionist. So that seems mm. totally I, wrong. I mm. can. I totally get what you're saying. And they should have explored the characters more. Yep. What I kind of picked up from it was, maybe I'm wrong here, but I just don't think, I think they were trying to be very safe with this movie and not trying to deflect too much away from Steve's character. I think they were trying to just keep like everything focused on like the character building of him. No, I agree. And I totally that's yeah. what they're trying to do, but I thought they could have done a lot. But keep the characterization of the woman in the mm-hmm. animated sort of like that made sense. Mm-hmm. But they could have done a little bit more from in the real world. Yes. The real they could have tried to give them a little bit more of an arc to get to offer something in the film. And it was the perfect, almost, almost the perfect viewing experience for myself. It was me and Stacey. Uh-huh. And Two older women on Monday night. Oh, I was like, fantastic. Yeah, the, o- the only thing that would make it better if they two were only there. Yeah. I think I saw it on Saturday, and I'm much the same. It was very quiet like that. I mean, I hate it in a way. It's sad because that's a cinema empty, and it just means cinema's dying off. Yeah. But also, I like to feel like I'm in power. You know, I feel like I can write it all these things myself. This is, this is mine. Oh. Everything you see is mine. Everything yes. is mine. Yes. Um, I, I no, I highly recommend it, Colin. This is. Do uh, you know what? Um, What's interesting about it? It's a doc- documentary first of all. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right, yeah. And then yeah. for YouTube though. He's made a film out of he's made a film out of the afterwards. Yeah. And everybody's seen the documentary and very harsh on this film and documented yeah. the film. Oh. I was gonna say that's what I was gonna say. Sorry, is that you said this was on YouTube the document? I think it's on YouTube, yeah. Do you know the name? No, I think it's not. Okay. It's, it's Martin what's what's the film called? Well, it's Marvin. It's Marvin something else, is there's a okay. full title for it, but yeah. it's the same, it's Mar Marvin Marvin or what we'll do as well add that in the Twitter post or whatever. But um, the reviews for it have been really lukewarm. Okay. These two seem to be. I'm, I'm actually a bit. I'm, I'm actually quite lukewarm, honest, yeah. to be honest. Um, but what is that thing's interesting? That's the message of doing two films in a row, where the previous incarnation of the film was a documentary about two years prior. Okay. He done Man the Wire. He mm-hmm. done the Wire, yeah. which is a documentary about, about yeah. two months, two years before that. Yeah. It's a bit odd that you the same idea again. Welcome to Marvin Cole, I think it's the original one. Okay. Um, I, I just thought it was odd as Nick and Tech, there's two films that are always done in this space on a documentary. Yeah. Mm. Um, out of 10, Barry, what do you go for? Oh. Seven and a half. I'll go six and a half. Okay. Yeah, so it's good. Mm. But, like, colder than you were, but I didn't hate it when I was watching it. I'll Average of seven? Yeah. I know this is going to sound harsh because you two guys. And myself, to the an extent, do love superhero movies, but I genuinely gravitate 
and will always give one extra point to any cinema release that's not um, a superhero <laughs> movie. Wait, is that straight, the straight, straight, <laughs> straight off the bat. Yeah. Purely because in the last ten years or whatever, cinema has been swarmed with superhero movies. So, so it's, it's, it's an original idea. Yes. I know it's based on Netflix, it's an original yes. idea. It's not based on another character. I, I don't know about you, but I love the live action and the strange looking Toy Story S universe. I was like, this I, is. I did like it. I like it. It's not as off putting as, say, Polar Express yes. or um, Christmas Carol. It's actually quite. Yeah. It's, 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 it's just it's silly little things. Right. No spoils. Silly little things, just like like when someone falls. Uh, sorry, in the in the made up town when someone falls over or something they become a doll again uh-huh. but like when you're watching it it looks like a real person yes. but then when something happens they become a doll uh-huh. again or the way they walk it's just little bits of magic like that you know just like this is that's just some real skill nice. here yeah, yeah so we'll give it overall 7 out of 10 7 yeah. worth the, good worth the watch maybe a DVD watch yeah well yeah. it's kind of like a Cody here. watch Colin <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't do Cody oh, I'm not technical enough for that show. Um, last film of the pod this week. Um, Thankfully. <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh. man. Okay. Uh, Holmes and Watson, uh, directed by Ethan Cohen, uh, who did Get Up. He's not. Not a Cobra. Not a Cobra. Can we just say this right now? He is not a Cobra. No, Cobra is not touching this. Cohen spelled C O H T A. Yes. Ethan Cohen. Um, the plot of this film is Holmes and Watson. It's set in. Holmes and Watson time was the late 1800s. Um, they're investigating the plot where someone has said they're going to kill the Queen in four days. They're going to find out who is going to kill the Queen and bring it to justice. Which yeah. sounds really good. Because yeah. it does, you know, that's like, the formula right there for yeah. a fucking good bit of detective work. And yeah. in the film, you've got Will Ferrell playing Sherlock Holmes, yeah. John C. Reilly playing John Watson. Dylan McDonald's also in this film as well. Who is she? She plays a housekeeper. Right. Which is what you want someone who's one of the best actors going this now, sure, as a housekeeper. Um, also in the film, but barely worth mentioning because they have more lines in the poster than they have in the film, uh, which is Rob Ryden, Ralph Fiennes, Rebecca Hall, uh, Steve Coogan, they're all in it as well. So a good, a good solid cast, you don't yeah. shit to do. Um, Colin, maybe very early on in this podcast, we went to a film that was truly horrendous. Do you recall that film? Yes. What was the name of that film? Mordecai. Mordecai. Um, this is worse than Mordecai. Now, wow. I just have to jump wow. in and just Fuck express me. to the listeners here that, Richard, you are a fan of sitting through bad movies yes. just to say that you've seen them, yes. which most people would turn their nose up at and yes. go, I think I'm just going to watch something better, yeah. whereas you will sit through every minute of that movie. Yeah, yeah. Now, what I heard from about this movie the other day was it started life on ro- uh, Rotten Tomatoes as a zero. Yes. And in the space of two day, uh, so many days, it's managed to climb to 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. The fact it's worth 7% makes me judge anyone who's given it 7%, wow. to be honest. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, now, this is a problem if your name is Will Ferrell. Because, yeah, because originally when we were looking at Will Ferrell, we were looking at earlier on, me yeah. off mic, was mm. he's a comedian. He's yep. known for comedy. His last good comedy film, what year did we work at it was? 2010. 10. Which is nine fucking years ago. No, what, uh, what was the movie? Sorry. What was the movie? Other guys. Other guys, yes. You, yeah, you reckon yeah. that was his last yeah. proper funny, funny film? Wow. People might disagree, of course, but, but, but we think that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genuinely yeah. funny. Yeah. Wow. It's a while ago. Yeah. 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 Um, 
it's just this is it's so awful. It's there is not a laugh in the film. I swear to God, there is not a single laugh in the entire oh, movie. Man. Like you're just watching, going like surely something is going to be funny at some point. Because these two guys, yeah. Gerald and Sir Riley, so, step bros, yeah, they can work together well. Yeah, right. I don't together. understand the mechanics. You, you kind of know more about the industry. How, how does how do films like this and Mordecai get made to the point? Of, how does I mean, out of the hundreds of people involved in this movie, why, no, no why, one's turned around. Yeah, this is shit. Why, yeah. why does it not get acknowledged at some point? Wait a fucking minute. Do you I know think they're I mean? introducing this as well, right? So, right, okay. I'm assuming there's something he can hear his final cut on what's going on in the film as well. So right. he wants a lot of himself on the screen. Yeah. Possibly, I don't know. The film does strike me as they've shot a shit ton of stuff. And they've cut a lot out to try and get the runtime down to the minimum possible and move forward as quickly as humanly possible. Okay. Like I said, Rob Wright is in the film, yeah. has maybe a, a dozen lines in the film at yeah. most. He has, he has a wife in the film who's exceptionally hot, and I'm sure that she would have maybe a running joke in the film. She says not a single thing, and no one says anything to her. Oh, wow. So She's that's like, so just, uh, it's a plot point completely gone. Ralph Fiennes, probably one of the greatest British actors of the last Yeah, as we were saying, he's yeah. a fucking stunning actor. He's playing who's. Sherlock Holmes is uh, Moriarty. Moriarty. He, if, he's, if he says one line, I'm surprised. Wow. Says, yeah. I mean, why would you take someone like Ralph Fiennes, yeah. cast them, and say, "Don't, don't say fucking it. say anything"? Don't add lines yeah. elsewhere and cut them down. Wow. Rebecca Hall is a fantastic good actress as well. Barely has a line in it. Barely does anything in the film. I mean, like this film is so bad it has a Titanic spin. Oh. Even though it said 1898, there's already a thing before, and the Titanic wasn't built in 19. 20, well, I believe it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's early. Sort of like fuck. Yeah. It also has an unchained melody ghost skip, which wow. number one, that's just, what twenty-five years old now, even more than that maybe. Yeah. Also, Nicky Gun done that. Nicky Gun done it better than anyone else can do. Yeah. Yeah. Leave so, it. Leave it's it. Yeah. Don't go there. Well, but to be worse than Mordecai, I can't comprehend so, this. Fucking hell. See, this is what this is what baffles me in this day and age. It's, it's people from these companies are sitting watching this movie before they pump it out to the main, mm. like yeah. to the cinemas, and not one person goes. This is a bad no, fuck I think it. They, I think they actually did know it was terrible because two things. Number one, this film did get very little publicity. Yeah, yeah. It also did not screen for critics. Which is always a fucking alarm, sort of ding ding, yeah. Which means basically the whole is people go, oh, John C. Riley, Will Ferrell, I love Step Brothers, let's all go and see this, and I'll make it funny back based on everyone getting cute that you see in the first week. Well, make it funny back. I think it will. Maybe, maybe not, I don't know if it's It's just a bad film. And it's a shame. Because Will Ferrell clearly could be a very funny guy. John C. Riley could clearly be a very funny guy as well. Kelly McDonald, a great actor as well. Amazing. Do you think? How comedy actors and actresses fall from grace quicker than your average actors and actresses? It can be because comedy is more subjective yes. than anything else. You know, it's hard to, it's not funny to you, it's not funny to me. So it's definitely a struggle. Yeah. What I think maybe maybe has had its day now, and hopefully that is the case. This comedy of a brief premise. But then they have a lot of sort of like single shots of two guys, and they just he tells them riffing each other for forty minutes, and then they cut something into it. You know, they did the house out last year. They had, um, you know, sort of one that's out recently, some um, bad neighbours and stuff like that. Stuff where you can tell they're basically crafting a film around what was said rather than actually something scripted. It's probably the best comedy of last year. If you one of your favourite films of the year was back Game Night. Yeah. But that's a scripted comedy. That is to the letter. Every line in that film is pretty yeah. much put down on paper. Yeah. One of the films we all loved a couple of years ago was um, 
do the shadows. Yeah. Mm. That's not, they're not ripping on that. That's, that stuff, they're, they're yeah. scripted and they're working through that script and they're making the delivery, they might, they might tweak it as they're going along. Mm-hmm. But that, there's, there's a structure and a point to everything they're doing and that makes that funny. Whereas this improv is just no. And improv, who yeah. says what the best line is? You know who, who decides on that? Yeah. And also, you can tell that the lines just don't really match up. And I think it all comes from the point where Bugsy when done it. it seems, everyone saw that one with um, I think it was Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen doing it on the chairs, and he just went for like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very funny, but it's, it's, it's a one thing. I don't really want to see a whole, a whole movie yeah, based around that. Yeah. Um, wow, this that fuck. Man, this this is this is Richard that is worse than this is like this is despair. For a man who loves bad movies, this is. Dis- it's I don't think it's a love of bad movies. I think it's just this movie's to be worse than Mordecai. Do drink? Did you ever see Mordecai? No, no, no. See that this is see that fucking this is your bad of bad movies. To wonder that is like wow, wow, Mordecai's terrible. Fucking wow. The only thing worse that I've seen is Dunkirk, and that's seen a lot. Dunkirk was not that bad. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the problem with this one is also the talent involved in it. Oh, yeah. You want something better from that. Yeah, you know? yeah. And because of his bones or something, you're like, there must have had something else to leave. He wants to sign up for it. Yeah. There must have been something else there. And they've decided to smash it. No, I don't think it's money. Is, is this the death of Will Ferrell? I mean, I think he's, he's, he needs a hit quite desperately. Yeah. He went back to the Will Ganker Man too. Didn't work. Yeah. I think it made money though. It did. Which is different. It's a terrible film. It's an absolute awful. It's the film I keep most of walking it, out to. It's it. really treading old ground. A yeah. lot of the jokes are very similar to the jokes from the yeah. first movie I yeah. remember us talking about. But it'll make its money back. That's it's money that's more important than anything. That, that's yeah. it. Adam Sandler. Point Terrible film. Yeah. Yeah. a terrible oh. movie. Makes tons shit of money, yeah. no one cares. Daddy's home, daddy's home, doing not great jobs, makes shit ton of money. They, I, think all right. I think he's done now, see, ever since he signed that deal with Netflix. He's, he's just been one shit movie after another. Yeah, but that daily say with Netflix, you've got like 50 million. So he's it. like, yeah, I've got my money, fuck uh, you, yeah, I'll yeah, do what yeah. I want. I'll yeah. do what I want, he doesn't care. Yeah. And Will Ferrell, he needs a, he needs a hit. Yeah. He became, I'm not going to say his box of his poison, but he's, he's, he's not got that sort of. Does he have to do like events more and Woody Halston and take some serious roles? Steve Carell, is, I suppose, is the oh, better yeah. example. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. I can take it. Elevate, yeah. Yeah. And we'll know he can act. He can definitely act. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's comedy. I mean, if you're going to do comedy, do a different style of comedy. Don't. Don't keep yeah. going back to like Ethan Cohen. What we're going to get Harvey? What we're doing for? And I think he was involved in. Yeah. So the fact that he came back to it, a lot of people who he knows, maybe try, maybe break everybody. Go and work with somebody else who maybe will tweak a different position. It's, it's a shame because I, can I just say you've got to see this, and we've just seen trailer for him before. It looks bad, and you yeah. can't always hope. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, please don't let it be. It's just that bad. Trailer, yeah. yeah, and it's 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 horrible when you're sitting there and you're just like, you start thinking about the Zem, and you're like, yeah. this is fucking horrible. I don't want to be here. And it's just awfully misjointed. The tone's all over the place. Jokes yeah. aren't funny, and the jokes are something very misguided. Yeah. And you're going, oh, they're making a suicide joke here. That seems, it doesn't seem like it's working. That doesn't seem like it's yeah. clever. You know, it's, it's not dark. It's, it's not. It's, it's not, not dark funny. It's, it's just not black comedy. It's, it's something yeah. like out of ten, sir. Oh, 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 this is your lowest score ever. Lowest this, score this, ever. This, yeah. is, this is the bottom. Wow. Really this is his lowest fucking score ever. Wow. I really hate this film. Because I think I gave Mordecai two. one and a half and or two, two, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Oh, this was horrendous. And Jesus. I cannot, 
Do you know if they'll have movies? Do you want to see now? Just to see no, if it's that No, bad. because unlike Richard, I will not sit through a bad movie. See, yeah, well, I'm like, it's almost like the gauntlet. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. If I'd watched it at home, I probably would have been quite as angry about it. Well, me. the thing is, you've got a cinema card and you're still raging yeah. about it. So <laughs> imagine you were a paying punter yeah. who parted with minimum 20 quid to see a fucking sh- one out of yeah. 10 movie. But Try and pay a good lady, take her to that. Oh, no. Thankfully, we saw oh, two no. films that night, um, and we saw one after it, which I'll talk about next week, which I really enjoyed. So, overall, the night was not a wash. Thank God. Thank God. Are you gonna? Are you gonna go? So you spoil okay, it for that was. Um, so next week we've got we've got Colette is out with everyone's favourite Kira Knightley, um, playing a lady who's writing man writing a man's book, and the band is not being nice. Yeah. True story. Think it's a true yeah. story. Yeah. It looks really interesting. Looking forward to that one. The one I did see last week, no, sorry, on the same night as home, watching like the front runner. With Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman, mm. yeah, yeah. A, a politician who basically comes like one of the first politicians to get um, sort of like ra- railroad by the tabloid press. Mm. Yeah. Um, really interesting story. I really, well, I enjoy the film quite a lot. So we'll it, talk about it more. It does look. Can good Jackman do it all? Yeah. Is the question. Yeah. yeah. It does look good from the trailer. I really enjoyed it. And yeah. Jason Reitman as well, which I've you know, up and down his films recently, but he brings back the form. So we'll talk about it more in depth uh, next week. Cool. It's out Friday. We've got the upside, which is out. That's the one with um, Brian Cranston playing the disabled gentleman. Yes, oh, also, which is getting a lot to us. We'll discuss in length next week about... He's apologised for being an actor, is, is essentially what yeah. he's done. Yeah. He said, I'm sorry, I'm a fucking actor. Um, the one I think we're all excited about um, next coming out on Friday is Stan and Ollie. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. Which I have heard good things about. So far. I'm, I'm going to throw out there right now, right and say this is going to be an Oscar winner next year. Wow. Boom. Possibly. There you go. There wow. You go. That's fucking... Yeah, Colin's Colin. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's also a documentary called RBG, which is about um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who's on the Supreme Court, the only woman left on it, I think. She's like 90 year old, and she's sort of the last really good democratic voice on the, on the, on the Supreme Court in America. Yep. Sounds um, dreadful. It sounds really interesting. No. It does. Um, so I'm, going to, I'm going to see that tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to be joining you tomorrow. No. <laughs> That's a. Uh, Rachel's Lonely Hearts Club yeah, right there. Really <laughs> um, I don't do documentaries, no, don't, don't. Uh, particularly ones that sound like that. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's it, uh, we'll talk about it next week. Colin, where can you find us? You can find us on the Raven, right now, right now yes. um, if you come and have a beer with you. Um, or you know, we won't because we're leaving. Um, we're, in, we're in the Raven, um, you can find us. One beer of a fucking derailed. Um, Three beers movie at gmail.com. Yep. Um, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, and we're on Twitter. So look us up, like us, talk shit to us, and we'll talk shit about it. Yeah, yeah. I've been Colin, you've been Barry, you've been Richard, and we've been. Three beers in a movie.